Hey John, how are you, how are you doing today? Hello, hello Aiden. I'm I'm doing okay. I, I've had a very slow day. Uh, I got up at nine. I went to my single physical class where I have to walk for fifty minutes. Uh, fifty. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. It, it's a fifty-minute class. Uh, oh, I, I, wait. I thought you. I thought you said you had to walk for fifty minutes. Yeah. Or yeah. Wait. So you walk an hour there for an hour class, and you walk an hour back. No, no. I I live like right next to campus. It was like a five-minute walk. Okay. Uh. So so the class is about walking for fifty minutes. Yes. It's a. It's it's. Uh, I don't know if I've talked about this. I think you have. It's coming back to me. Now. Okay, yeah. Uh, at, at my at my lovely little school, uh, you have to take at least one physical education class to to be able to graduate, and uh, the 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 very basic level, uh, Pesh one hundred and one, uh, is fitness walking, and. It's it's just walking. <laughs> we just sounds great. We just walked. We walked outside. I accidentally put on my wrong shoes, so now my feet are all fucked up from from walking in shoes that are too too old and decrepit to be walked in anymore. I don't know why I still have them. I should probably throw them away. <laughs> maybe maybe. Uh, I had some coffee that did nothing. I, 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 it slipped my mind that coffee does nothing for me, so I, I just drank a shit ton of coffee, and it, it, it I don't know what's gonna happen to me now. <laughs> I'm gonna die. <laughs> and then I had my machine learning class, and then I took a nap, and here I am. Yeah, I, I, I woke up at nine, and I was, I, I, I was on work. From nine to five, and uh, now, now I'm also here. So I had a pretty similarly slow day. Oh wait, I, for- I forgot to mention I had I had a couple slices of of leftover pizza. Hey, you know what? That's not too my, bad. My go to my go to Domino's order a, a chicken Alfredo with bacon pizza. I've never had the the chicken Alfredo pizza I, from <laughs> Domino's. It, I, I think it scares me too much. I'm I'm pretty sure that I am the only person. Uh, in in this entire city, that that orders that from that particular Domino's, because they manage to fuck it up every single time. <laughs> but I still order it because they keep. I I I think I I found like a like a free pizza glitch or something because because every time I order pizza from from that Domino's, they as as soon as it's delivered. Uh, I, I get an email like almost immediately, and it's like that that order didn't go how we wanted it to go. Here's 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 a free medium two topping pizza just for you to, to 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 make up for this shitty order. And I'm like, what? Why? It's it's been like that for like like five weeks now. I've gotten f- like like multiple free pizzas. <laughs> the chicken Alfredo bacon pizza is like just there as a placeholder to to activate this system. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Yeah, my usual Domino's order is, like, I-, I like to play it pretty safe because I feel like every time I get fast food pizza, like, 
I I am really gambling with my digestive system. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I usually just get like a like a two to- like I my go to fast food pizza is like uh banana peppers and ham. Um Okay. And like I'll get uh garlic sticks or garlic knots or something. Yeah. Uh if I if I feel like eating more white bread. Yeah. Um but yeah, I usually I would keep pretty safe. I think the real allure of fast food pizza to me is like always just the garlic sauce. Yeah. Which I know is is killing me really quickly <laughs> every time I eat it. But it's really good. Yeah. My see my usual order isn't even pizza. Uh I I typically just get the 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 parmesan bread bites and and a sandwich because the the sandwiches at Domino's are kind of kind of a sleeper hit. I, nobody ever talks about them, but, really? but but I think they're pretty good. I'll have to try one. I, I mean, like, uh, being in the Northeast, like, I'm surrounded by, like, mediocre to good sandwich yeah. opportunities, but I guess, I'll, I guess I'll try a Domino's one next time. It's, it's, ki- next it's, time it's kind of a small sandwich for $5. That's my only complaint about it, but I, I, I always get the chicken parmesan sandwich, and it's it's pretty good. Okay. All right. Um, what else is there uh, besides fast food pizza? Um... Uh, Psycholonials came out. Since oh the last yeah, time we <laughs> yeah yeah we we well we, it didn't come out, but we had the chance to to read it. <laughs> yeah. Any 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 um, brief thoughts on Psycholonials? I think it's very neat so far. I am I enjoyed the first chapter a lot. I I I did as well. I I think there's potential. I hope I hope that Hussey doesn't fumble it. Uh, but but it's it's the first chapter. There are things there that I like. I I, I like the well. I, I I'm not gonna talk about it. I, I I don't. Who knows who has played it or not? I don't want to get into spoilers. I mean, yeah. I I guess like spoiler warning, tentative spoiler warning. I mean, if whatever. Um, go to Alex and sort of robotic voice here saying it's at sixteen to, minutes and fifteen spoilers. seconds. Um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, I don't know. I, I liked the first chapter a lot. Um, I think that, like, probably the number one thing that I just kind of enjoyed about it, uh, in, it, like, in a meta sense, is it feels good to be, like, reading a, a f- engaging, funny, hussy work that, like, I know is not going to be constrained by, like, having a teenage slash young younger audience in mind yeah yeah like because like right off the bat like it says that it's it's not intended for children like that's the first thing you see when you open the game mm-hmm. and like obviously it's it's meant very much meant to appeal to like young people yeah but it, in the in but it's like a a 20s kind of young and not like a teenager kind of young which i i appreciate um, I, I hope that, like, uh, it, it take he takes advantage of it. Like, I'm not saying I want, like, fucking, but I'm, I, I'm hoping that, Whoa! like, he Whoa! uses the, the, that, like, it uses the kind of, like, um, adult story license to maybe, um, play with some darker shit or, like, more, like, edgier shit, I guess. Yeah. Uh, which it, which it appears to already be doing to some extent. Um, it, it, it just feels kind of, it just feels nice to, like, not be constrained by, like, oh, this is media that is for, like, kids, you know? Yeah, yeah, 
I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, the, the spoilers, but, like, the fucking, the, the, just the cop showing up and dying at the end, like, I almost don't know if I like that happening, because it felt like it was, it just felt like it went super off the rails from when it was really grounded throughout, right? Yeah, it, it happened so suddenly, I, I, it, it was just, for the moment, like, it's, it's, it's chapter one and chapter two is not going to come out until next week, so, so it's, it's hard to know like where he's going with it, with that being the 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 point where it was left off at, but but it just so ha- it happened so sudden and it f- felt like it was there just kind of for like shock value, uh, and I I I don't that's like the one part where I I'm not too sure how to process it, and I know that there are like a lot of people who have had problems with that part. Yeah, I mean like. Uh... I think, like, obviously it's, like, a hook to, like, get you coming back next week, but, like, I don't know. I mean, uh, we'll have to see how, what, what goes on from there, but, like, it, it, it really stuck out to me as, like, uh, like, shit, that's, like, a really, uh, that's a real thing that has consequences for our characters whose issues are really grounded. Yeah. Which is a, a weird, like, I don't know, like, in, in something like Homestuck, like, it's, Characters go through real shit, but it's still very fantastical, and you never know what's going to happen next. Um, but, like, the the first chapter of Psycholonial so far just being as, you know, you lose, losing your... Z loses her shitty job because of COVID. A very real problem happening to real people. Yeah. Like, has... Like, like, yeah, 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 you know what I'm getting at. Yeah. Yeah, it's just so insane that that's where it hung off to me. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see next week. I I, I brought it up not just because I know that we're gonna end up having we're gonna end up doing a, a our thoughts on it once it's finished for sure. Yeah. But I I feel like they're like uh, discussing it in the moment and like maybe having a record of our thoughts in the moment is is good in case the next chapter we turn on it radically next chapter or something we can have this timeline. Yeah. Um, two two thoughts that I have before we we move on to to Homestuck. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to, like, when when it it goes more off the rails in in the, like, fantastical sense that it's obviously going to from the trailers, especially with that dream sequence that happened about halfway through. Uh, I'm very interested to see where it goes with that. (laughs) When they make Mother Base. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I I know that I know that in the trailer that Hussey said that part doesn't happen in the story, but I I would not mind more meta Hussey shit with his clown Sona with Hideo Kojima because it's it's just very funny in concept. Uh, you can just say you want to watch Hussey kiss Revolver Ocelot. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, and another thing is I want to know like how much how big of a time span in 2020 it's going to cover because mm-hmm. it, it does say on the web I, I think i talked about it last time but it does say on the website that as the year went on he like retooled the script and like rewrote parts of it to to better reflect the year but but it doesn't say like what? how 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 far into 2020 he was doing that like how how topical is 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 it going to be mm-hmm. because 
especially with the ending of chapter one, I, I, I feel like it's going to have to like touch on like the, the George Floyd protests uh, from the summer. The whole topic of, yeah, police brutality and Black yeah. Lives Matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like the peak of that was in like June and July. And, right. and he finished the script for the story in May. So yeah, I'm really curious to know like what he's going to cover from 2020 past that point yeah which which is where some of the nervousness comes in about it right yeah mm-hmm. yeah i mean listen i mean i i paid for it for better for worse we'll see so true so true <laughs> yeah yeah i suspect that for something well hmm. i don't know what i suspect for i was gonna say i suspect that like it it will skirt around that and then at the end of it we can say like man it was kind of loaded that she shot a cop and then there was nothing about that but i feel like by saying that i am just like changing the timeline so that something is going to come up and we're going to be able to have some kind of very interesting discussion about it yeah and it will certainly prompt a lot of a lot more discussion on the internet as it already has been doing yes i i'm, I'm yeah. just really hoping that that like hussy handles whatever he plans on writing about well because if yeah. if he does choose to touch on that Jesus Christ uh, it's got to be careful yeah hussy already has like a bad history with talking about black people and black issues uh and man <laughs> I don't you're not wrong I don't wrong. I don't want him to fumble it cuz cuz like that's like one of the main things that like fans of Homestuck talk about is, is like the team special Olympic comics and, and like the things that he's joked about in Homestuck. And, and like, I, I'm like, I'm hesitant. I'm like, come on, hussy. It's, it's one of the main talking points about you. Please, please don't fumble. Not again. Not this we time. can't do this. We can't do this. Like so far into hussy history. Yeah. Like, I mean, team special Olympics is one thing. Cause that was like 15 years ago, Yeah, but this is now, and that it, like the this is some very touchy territory, and like I know that sometimes it probably seems around here like we are just the hussy defense squad, um, but like yeah, I uh, it's yeah, uh, it, 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 I I don't know what to say besides this could uh, reflect very poorly if it's handled badly. Yeah. Uh, this is the moment to say, do not idolize anyone. Uh, be critical of the, the things you consume and the people who make them. D- including us. Including us. If if we fuck up, yell at us, we'll do better. Mm-hmm. But we're already doing yeah. as, as great as possible right now, and we're not going to fuck up. <laughs> right. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> anyway, um... Okay, so I guess so you could, I guess so we can call the, the the time skip that you can the code that you can you can skip to, uh, to avoid spoilers at uh like fifteen thirty or so, um, or whatever I don't know Alex you figure it out, but anyway um I'm going to call here and say that we should get into our reading for the week. Yes, our our, yes. our lovely little reading. We get, this is a really good one. Uh, we've had the, a lot of bangers recently. I think that maybe the comic is really good right now. I'm not sure. Yes! Yes! Um, Act 6 Liker yeah. has arrived. Act 6 Intermission 2, gotta say, this one is this one's pretty good. Um, 
and boy oh boy, it, it starts out uh, in a in a in a in a weird little way. <laughs> the, the the way that it starts out, my God, slick being bottle fed milk by hussy from fresh from the butler's teeth. Fresh from the butler's teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So we we continue with Hussey's uh, weird uh, meta interjections into the story. Um, this time uh, he he's he appears wearing a green suit with little caduceus on it and the the, the troll face paint. He's dressed up like presum- presumably like the the um, our our mysterious Yu Yu. Uh, and or like the character in um completely the learned yes um but yes he is cosplaying he is bottle feeding a mechanically reconstructed spade slick um arthur milk um <laughs> he's getting stabbed by spade slick i don't know weird shit is going on they appear to be in some kind of blue dimension now um inexplicably uh, it's just not it's it's still not clear where hussy is he's not a robot anymore either um but uh yeah uh ms paint is also there um and uh we are our, our little uh glimpse into this this happy little family is cut short when uh ms paint uh goes to bring spades his uh his, his soup um and in the hallway runs into none other than fucking Lord English himself, apparently. <laughs> uh it just he's just here. He's just here. Um he where here is uncertain, but he, he's certainly there. Um and he's he's clutching the head of Robo Hussey as well. Poor Robo Hussey. We 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 barely knew him. And now he's gone. Why was there a Robo Hussey? Because he was constructing the story while while real Hussey took care of Slick. Isn't it obvious? Man, man, I hate this guy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I guess Lord English is there. Like, this this is like our, uh, uh, I guess our our first formal big full page view of the the big green man himself, uh, which was really special back in the day when this came out. Uh, but now it was just kind of like, well, I mean, it's still there, but it's like, man, that's a funny looking green man. That That is a funny looking green man. <laughs> Got a funny little skull, funny little peg leg. Funny little gold tooth. Stupid white shorts. <laughs> He's got suspenders, too. He does have to suspenders. To keep up the white shorts. <laughs> I hate this guy. Why does he dress like this? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, I hope Miss Payne is okay. Me too. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so we have that little interjection, and then we go, we, we, we cut to the meteor. Um, one year into the journey. Ah, shit. Uh, time is passing. Time has, oh, a bit fuck. of time has certainly passed. Um, yeah, uh, and we, we rejoin uh, on Carcat, who is having a tough time. As always. 
Crooked is yeah. Crooked's really always having a tough time. T- time time may have passed. It may be a year later, but some things never change. Yeah, and one thing that has not changed is uh, Carcat uh, taking everything out on himself because uh, he knows he doesn't know a more constructive way of dealing with his feelings. Man. Um. So. This is, so yeah, This we see the return of the memos, um, and this one just serves to facilitate a conversation between Carcat and himself from ten minutes in the future. <laughs> Which is, I, I, I wrote in my notes, like, I feel like this is probably the most, um, I don't know what the word would be, uh, straightforward literary device memo, right? Like, yeah. It. When the, like, previously, whenever there's been past and, or future and past, or, like, present and future car cat tearing at each other's throats, like, there's been some, like, ambiguous amount of time between the two of them. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's very ambiguous, and so it feel they feel a lot more disconnected, but, like, this conversation being separated by all of ten minutes and being, like, cyclical... Like, really just pounds it in that it's like, this is just Carcat spontaneously being self-hating and taking things out on himself. Yes. It's, yeah. Um, and man, man, oh man, does he take some things out on himself. Um, so, yeah, uh, he's, he starts kind of spitting into the void, like, man... I don't know what well, I don't know what's going on. Uh I I got I got to yell at somebody, but I don't know I don't know who. Um and uh future carcat uh indulges and says, "You know what? I I I'll yell at you, buddy." Um hot fresh off the the heels of just having had this conversation with himself. Um they current Carcat uh, vents a little bit about how difficult it is to be on the meteor in this situation, um, and he says some he says some shit that uh, is pretty understandable. Um, he's kind of struggling with like the 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 burden of dealing with both with both halves of his life right now. In that there's the half that's hanging out with the same assholes that he's been hanging out with the whole time, day after day, just the normal, normally being alive, uh, versus the whole adventure aspect of floating through the afterlife and running into all these dead versions of people he knows. Right. Um, which, you know, that's, make makes sense that it's pretty tough. Um, which a future Carcat only, can only sympathize with. Um, I, I feel like this is maybe a little bit of meta commentary about the comic and managing the, the, the two houses of it, or, or it's not, and I'm reading too closely into it because Carcat is literally just describing what's going on all the time. You might be reading too into it. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I mean, e- e- I, I think that I've just been primed by our discussions about like people wanting it to just get on with what's important, quote unquote. Yeah. And Carcat is also setting aside, you know, what's important versus the day to day of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, 
he's the whole process of floating through random floating bubble like the dream bubbles um is really kind of wearing on his sanity and his understanding of mortality um like seeing uh and talking to all these aversions of his friends who died who are now just dream ghosts has him questioning like you know what does it what does dying mean if if this is just if if this exists um which is again a a pretty fair question um like you know Aridan and Fairy are dead but here they are and they they're for all intents and purposes they are now in the comic again and they can bring uh WV back to life uh and he kind of he and he takes this wondering about uh mortality and whether death means anything and kind of turns on his head and asks does does being alive mean anything um what's the point of doing all this shit if Ultimately, it just serves to to paint more of the tapestry of the of the dream bubble afterlife. Yeah. Um, which is also a pretty tough question. Uh, he questions who the who the real version of people is, and more specifically, like if they're so if the if the living version is the real version of somebody, then what does that living person what is why does what does that living person done to deserve being the one who's alive especially considering that there are so many uh dead like so many like versions of his friends in the dream bubbles who have succeeded farther than they did in reality who have ascended to god tier um who achieved more than they did in it than they really would in life uh yet they're the ones who are children in 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 the afterlife for eternity um so, should what's the point of even aspiring to be successful if, uh, some big space monster actually is just gonna decide that that version of you that's successful is not the correct one? Um, and he kind of he questions like, how much can I really aspire to when I could when I could just end up like them? Um. I guess the the good up the 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 good upshoot of all this is that uh, Fafari can bring back WV and he's fine now. Thank God. <laughs> Thanks God. Um, yeah. Uh, future Carcat has really no input to say on this because he he's just like yeah I agree like shit dude it's rough out here in in hell space. Yeah, it's it's um, it's like heavy stuff for. For, for to, to to like pass through the dream bubbles and like be aware of like all the dead versions of yourself and your friends it mm-hmm. it's loaded shit yeah doomer carcat like, <laughs> warranted doomer carcat um yeah and it seems like it's weighing a lot more heavily on him than anyone else in this reading for sure um, although, I don't know, we don't really get to see anybody else come, like, uh, going over this in their head. Yeah. Uh, um, but, go ahead. What was I gonna say? Oh, he, he does say that, like, it would probably be better if, like, they weren't aware 
of, of like what the afterlife is like because like when you realize that like like, like paradox space is a bit of a bitch just, a bit. just a bit because it wants what it wants it wants its own outcome and uh the the amount of success of anyone is pretty irrelevant because everyone has to follow like the path that paradox space wants mm-hmm. so like 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 we we have we have god tier Aridin and Feffery, and, and you know they they, they quote unquote succeeded but here we have Lolo Carcat, not God tier, just kind of existing. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. He, he hasn't really achieved anything in in his in his own eyes. Um, like, I think that this, yeah, like, what was I gonna say? Like. Yeah, I know it was established previously that, like, Karkat's whole leadership thing was really important to him in the last intermission. Well, obviously, like, across all of Act 5 and beyond. Yeah. Um, but last intermission, like, it was it was raised that, like, uh, he's kind of... It was already established that he was, like, questioning, like, his own leadership and, like, what does it even mean? Like, you know, we, we, we've got all these bunch of assholes, none of us are ascended, uh, ha- most of us are dead because... Some of us went insane, like, what are we doing here? And the past year now has been basically Carcat walking through alternate futures or alternate pat or alternate timelines where um regardless of, you know, how well things went and leadership, like it it was always gonna end up like this, just a bunch of assholes on a rock. Yeah. Which you know, it's got to be kind of tough for him. Yeah, it's, it's it's very loaded stuff to deal with because, especially since like a, a a timeline can splinter, like just from one decision, and you're you're either you're either the self that makes one decision, one choice in a decision, or the self that takes the other path, and so. When you're dealing with things like that, it, I I can see it like it, it becomes a, a a discussion of like why act because like there's always going to be a version of yourself that that is on the right path in terms of paradox space. Mm-hmm. It's very tough moral things to grapple with. And also means that he's literally haunted by, like, a- a himself at every possible juncture. Yes. Right? Like, Jesus Christ. Really tough shit to deal with growing up. Um. Yeah. Uh, Kirk, uh, current CCG then, um, uh, while he's kind of wandering around deliberating all this, uh, he, he starts thinking of Terezi. Man. Um. And, uh, how, how he might have fucked that up, too. Um, prompting, pr- prompting a key smash from, from future Carcat. You know he's mad. Um, Carcat, uh, he bemoans Terezi spending all of her time with Dave, um, and not him. 
uh, and kind of gets really paranoid and stupid about it. Um, and he starts wondering, he, he, he poses the question of whether, uh, Terezi really likes Dave or if she's just doing this specifically to fuck with him, with Carcat, which is, man, <laughs> that is a, that is a teenage boy interpretation of your girlfriend like another guy better than you if i've ever heard so one. true so true that it, it is it is real pro- i am the protagonist of reality shit um even even future car cat is embarrassed by this uh <laughs> current car cat describes himself as a as uh having mastery over the romantic sciences uh! It's so bad. It's so bad. My god. Um, yeah, even even future Carcat, uh, ten minutes in the future, realizes how stupid this thought is. Um and proposes an an alternative explanation, which is maybe a little bit closer to the truth, which is that uh Carcat is just really shitty at at sending the right signals. Yeah. Um, and maybe Terezi is just tired of it. Understandable. Which is an ex- extremely possible. Extremely possible. Um. Uh, I. He's close to the truth, but unfortunately, um, I think that uh, it eventually to come in this reading will indicate that maybe he's not quite there yet. Um. Yeah, uh, but he does, he does, like, get himself thinking, like, you know, you haven't really been the best to Terezi, uh, which is a step in the correct direction, um, maybe, maybe blaming himself a little bit for, uh, his relationship falling apart. Um, yeah, we get that great little, uh, angry car cat behind the chest as well. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh. Wow. Um. What? You just. You just. Did you just burp? Maybe. Okay, <laughs> I did. No, Alex, <laughs> amplify that and put some reverb on it. Yeah. Now we're talking. Um. Yeah. Uh. Future Carcat. Uh. Being even the slightest bit self-aware. Uh. Sparks a fit of rage from current Carcat. Um, which is like, wow, this is, this is really on the nose of, of Carcat not being able to accept himself or just deal with his, deal with his own shit. Um, but he, he flips the fuck out, um, which prompts, uh, future Carcat to be like, damn, sorry, uh, shit, why don't you, I'm, I'm gonna go try to calm down, he signs off, uh, which, which trails into... Which leads into uh, f- f- the the current car cat uh, starting shit with past car cat and having the same conversation again forever. Nightmare. <laughs> I I don't like thinking about this, so I'm going. I'm not going to. All right, that <laughs> that's the respectable decision. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, car cat's having a tough time with the meteor. Um, 
it, <laughs> it it's got to be rough when everybody else uh, has a friend or you know somebody they can hang out with, and all you've got is yourself to scream at forever for a year. Why doesn't just hang out with Gamzee? Everybody loves hanging out with Gamzee. Yeah, why doesn't just do that? Um, yeah. We, 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 can, we close this memo, uh, we cut to elsewhere in the meteor, where uh, we see uh, Rose and Kanaya just kind of hanging out and vibing, and then uh, Dave uh, teleports in. And uh, he, he, he greets them with a, with a hey. So, Dave uh, in, in, inquires as to the whereabouts of Terezi, um, who is apparently right now not answering his DMs. Uh... Rose has not seen Terezi around. Um, neither has Kanaya. Uh, Kanaya asks Dave if he's seen Gamzee around. Uh, and no, he has not seen Gamzee. In fact, he has not seen Gamzee since the first day they showed up uh, back in Intermission 1. Man. Where's that clown? Gamzee, where's that clown? Where is... Where's that clown? Um, uh, Kanaya is... is she, she wants to know where Gamzee is. Um, because she wants to at least wound him a little bit. Uh, she, she bemoans that she can't ask Carcat, uh, because it's, uh, well, well, uh, Dave says Car- Carcat's seen him, and, uh, Kanaya says, you know, can't, can't ask him, though, it'd be bad form, uh, which is, you know, true. As Dave points out, you can't really ask somebody where their best friend is so you can maul them to death. Um, but uh, Kanaya uh, is annoyed by this. Dave interprets this as Kanaya having uh, Caligonous feelings for Gamzee, which is eh, eh. <laughs> kind of weird to assume that Dave, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Um, Kanaya does not appear to be amused by this, um, speculation, and just says, you know, basically, fuck that guy, which I, I can, I, I can support. Same. Fuck that guy. Fuck Gamzee. Fuck that guy. Um, she, 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 she does not appear to be taking it well, uh, on, on this, this page, on 4698. Um, same little, like, scribble bubble as was above Carcat watching Dave and Terezi play around. I don't know if that's... I don't know what to make of that little visual asset being reused. Um... I don't know. I support her in, in her endeavors to go and murder him, though. Yeah. Uh, so Dave inquires as to, just, you know, what, what are they up to here? What's with all the books? Uh... Because, uh... He's been he's been hanging out with the mayor, uh, administrating Cantown this whole time. So he has no idea what's going on over here in the library where they're actually using the books for their intended purpose. Um, Rose explains that uh they're they're doing research to to figure out what's going to happen when they arrive in the new session. And proposes a briefing on uh, her on their findings uh, since it's been a whole year and they have basically had no discussion about what's going to happen when they when they arrive. Which is pretty impressive. Yeah. A whole year. A whole ass D- year. Dave's just been dicking around in Cantown for a whole year. <laughs> I-, I wish we could have seen some more of that. 
uh, besides just like in in like random illustrative pages. Yeah, I would love to see get more of Dave's blossoming friendship with the mayor. Um, but yeah, uh, so so uh, Dave accepts the proposal for for uh, for a briefing. Uh, he goes to get some coffee out of the the Mother Three instant revitalizing device. What um, I don't that 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 little machine is just a stolen asset from Mother Three. What the hell? <laughs> he can't keep getting away with, the, with it. <laughs> with, with with like the pig nose insignia scrubbed off. It's so weird that it's just there. Man, I, I don't I don't know why Hussey keeps taking random JRPG assets for the meteor. <laughs> um. But yeah, he goes to get some coffee out of it. Uh, he kind of like talks to himself for a little bit while getting the coffee. Um, I don't know if this is weird or in character for him or both. I, I think it's in character. I, it's, <laughs> D- Dave's a very talkative person. Mm-hmm. The, the idea of him just mumbling to himself is—it it makes sense to me. Yeah, I, I I guess so. I mean, there's all those times in like pester logs when he'll just monologue when the other person's AFK. Yeah. So I guess it makes sense. I don't know. It's good. I think it's really funny. It's just like mumbling to himself about coffee and why why they drink this shit and how he feels like they should be drinking alcohol. Um I, I, yeah, I just love like Rose calling him out for just talking to himself across the room. Yeah, it, it's it's a good image. Uh, but but nonetheless, uh, Dave brings the coffee back to Rose, and uh, they, she gets talking about you know about about what's been going on. Um, she's been keeping this big old journal uh about just documenting findings and the the plan and uh, uh extra- and quote unquote extrapolate on the new session and players um dave compares this to the game fact uh which is a you know pretty apt comparison yeah um uh exa- this, uh especially so when um rose speculates that uh maybe somebody else leading their own quest could use it someday uh and Dave is like, nah, and Kanaya uh, just kind of interjects and says, you know, I wouldn't rule it out. Very, which very interesting thing to say when in the in the act acts we we have the mysterious UU characters who know about them. Interesting. <laughs> very interesting indeed. Interesting. <laughs> um. But yeah, uh, Rose goes on to kind of explain a little bit about the the alpha session and pretty much get everything right of that we already know. Um, apparently, uh, there there are indications of thicker political intrigue, which I would say is accurate. Um, and uh, she she goes on to describe uh, how uh, it, it, uh, kind of extrapolate on like the concept of a null session. And how apparently null sessions are actually pretty common in the grand scale of the multiverse. 
of paradox space um you know uh most in terms of you know like the like reproduction in life most offspring uh don't make it to the gene pool and it's the same thing for uh other for for universes uh and uh made through suburb the mechanism of suburb most sessions will end up being null makes sense um so we shouldn't we shouldn't feel too bad about fucking up um but uh the, the scratch was so the scratch was a a, a chance an, another chance at, uh creating a new universe um but uh this session that we're about to go to is a special kind of null session uh one that's much rare this one is a void session uh and that means that it's one where the the kernel sprite was never prototyped before entry um this will lead in this will lead to the session being really easy because the the there's no um like spires on the moons to receive the the prototyping the underlings and the royalty will never augment and evolve um basically none of the things that actually make the game hard ever occur. I mean the counterpoint to the well, hmm? oh well yeah the counterpoint I was gonna say yeah I wouldn't describe it as easy <laughs> it's just there's no point to it right i mean she does describe it. she does describe it as easy um it makes it, what does she describe it as uneventful harmless and uneventful yeah i guess she doesn't she doesn't call it easy yeah because because she she then says that they're the the players are, are doomed to live out the rest of their days in in, in a game with no objective it's easy living though i mean <laughs> <laughs> sure sure <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The downside to this is that because the battlefield is is the because it's not, there's no prototyping, the battlefield can't ever evolve, and so yeah, they're the 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 game universe is just doomed to just exist forever, and there's no outcome. There, there there's no winning condition. Because I'm like I'm, I try to look at it from like the the general standpoint of like Spurb as a whole, like because because mm-hmm. with with these particular characters, like. They know that they're going to the void session. The players in the void session know that that they're on their way. So the the the, the fact that it's a, a void session doesn't really matter. But but when you right. when you think about it for like the general player base, like you end up in a void session, you're just there forever. Yeah, and, and you 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 can either die a natural death in, in a void session and then that's the end of it or you can probably go god tier and, and live forever in a void session and but it's like it's it, there's nothing there so right yeah 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 not uh, it, e- by easy i meant like the the enemies were gonna be very hard <laughs> but yeah not e- yeah there's no there's no way to win there's no way to conclude this session it's it's not easy at all in that sense. <laughs> um. But uh, Rose Rose says the uh, but um, so so, th- yeah. This this kind of session just kind of end like never ends. It's an it's, it's an eternal stalemate. Um. But, uh, in our case, this is actually a vast improvement. Uh, because it 
a, a void session is just about exactly what we need. Uh, because we've brought the fully matured battlefield from our uh, session. And uh, once we get there, uh, we can as, as, as long as there's room in Skya to, to just plop it in there, we can just, you know, plop it in there, get that frog in there, and uh, bada bing, bada boom, we got a new universe. We're good to go. Hell yeah. We win. Easy. Um, and, uh... The and the, the 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 having a vacancy in the, in the middle of Skya will not really be a problem because we as we can see, uh, it seems like Durs is also working towards this goal as well. Um, uh, CD uh blows up the the big old two king stalemate chessboard. Um, it it's really weird to see that being physically operated on. Yeah, when I, it was just an abstract. Yeah, I. I was gonna say, like, in in the first session, like we see the the battlefield evolve, but it it never really touches on the fact that like the the two king stalemate like nine nine square board is like a literal thing that can be visited and destroyed. Yeah, because I think before we only saw it, like, when Nanosprite was explaining it, yeah. and it was, like, very metaphorical, and and he would just have a uh, little little big hat dip shit yeah, uh, on, the, on the battlefield. Because it's this, and then it's a normal chessboard, and then it's, like, the, the, the sphere battlefield, and then the last one is, like, with the weird shit, the weird, like, tentacle shit, like, all around it. Yeah, like the rings around. But it. the fact that like the not only the nine square stalemate board, the 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 just normal ass chess board are both very literal and very physical things that can be visited in the session is pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um yeah, so so Durst, Durst blowing up the nine square chessboard, the real nine square chessboard, um, is an in, is an indicator uh, to Rose to the same thing that Roxy uh, has been saying the whole was, was saying the whole time, which is that um, the the opposing forces uh, to the alpha players are also working towards the same goal in a way, um, like the the all, all of the antagonism is very real and very legitimate danger but it also is part of a plan which leads to the same thing yeah like Ro- roxy is essentially correct in saying that she thinks that the the condes wants them to play the game um which is uh scary who knows what's gonna happen so true yeah um Let's see. Uh, Dave is like, so what are what are we doing? Like, so we're gonna get there. We're gonna we're gonna beat Jack, and, and then what? What's 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 the deal? And uh, Rose kind of brushes off the Jack thing. I think Jack has mostly served his purpose at this point as a, as a big scary antagonist. Although I could be wrong, because he's currently uh, flying through. Uh, the Incipisphere being chased by uh, PM. Yeah. Who is now his equal and scares the shit out of him. Uh, among other things. 
but uh Rose elaborates that um that that'll we'll, we'll we'll deal with him. It'll be fine. Uh but the the there's not really any pressing urge to to get it done. Uh because there's not any there's no there's literally no time limit in this session because there's no reckoning. Um because the reckoning is instigated by the White King falling in battle, uh, but with no war, then the White King will never fall, which means the reckoning will never be triggered, which also means that all of the meteors will never be diverted back to Earth. So in the void in the Alpha universe, not only is there a a session that is going to last forever in stalemate, but Earth is also still around, which explains why uh, Roxy and Dirk can exist in a post-Jane entry world. Conveniently. Um, so, this leads into Rose kind of explaining the logistics of the meteors and what Skya actually does uh, to, to influence things. Um, which is a little bit strange here. Yes. So... What, so what Rose says is basically that um, more or less all that Skya itself influences in the session is, or in, in the universe really, is manipulating the meteors. Um, or manipulating the, uh, the, the defense portals that the meteors go through. Uh, so what a scratch is, is the, that Skya... Uh, changes the destinations of some of those meteors. Um, and what this scratch did was that basically all it did was change the destinations or the, the temporal destinations of the meteors containing the eight babies that John uh, created by ectobiology. So the alpha session, the alpha universe is base is the, the beta work universe, but if um instead of going to uh far back in time as uh instead of going to the early 1900s um the Jake and Jane babies went to the the 2000 or the uh the like the late 1990s um or if instead of going to like instead of going instead of uh the uh, instead of um the John and Jade babies going back to 2000, they they were sent back all the way to 1900. Um, and this is basically all that Skya can do. And all the really all that the Scratch was doing was recreating the same universe with these parameters changed. Uh, the there's there's a a GIF on which page is this? Uh, 4706. Two GIFs that really. I really do not help with understanding. Yeah. The, um, I, I, I wish... Th this is, like, one of the most confusing parts about the Scratch and, and the Alpha Session, because the it's been talked about so much. The, the concept of paradoxes have been talked about so much that it's... This as a mechanic just does not make sense w with the fact that like paradoxes are such a huge thing in Homestuck because I 
this set, like the way that it's shown and the way that it expl- it's explained to me makes it sound like it would it would cause like a bunch of doom timeline shit and cause like paradoxes all over the fucking place because the 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 loop is no longer happening of the kids that we know are like being seeded in the universe that they grew up in like that loop is now broken and they're being launched into a completely different version of that same universe yet they're continuing to exist and it's it's fucky and i don't like it (laughs) yeah there's no alternative like source for them provided at this point like they they still all the babies still came from the beta universe but it there is no longer an origin point for them in what is supposedly the the same universe but different also this this page does absolutely no favors for for making this any clearer i have to say cuz it makes it look like fuck it it makes it look like um it 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 it's it, it, like the the two gifts of all the baby of it's showing all the babies and then it's showing the, the 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 portals toggle between scratch and non-scratch makes it seem like half the babies are being sent to the to the beta universe and half are being sent to the alpha universe when they are all being sent to to both versions but in different orders yeah and, and i i stared at this page for a long time like am i an idiot like have i just have i missed some vital mechanic so far like am i stupid um, but, but no, uh, it's the comic that's stupid. Yes. Um, why, why, why is it shown like this? It's, it's not even, I don't, I don't even think it's that hard to understand. It just is just not, can, it just doesn't make a lot of sense in the concept of what we already know. Yeah. It, the, 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 the fact that the portals change, like, before the meteors enter, and, and like, that's how it's explained it it would make more sense to me if like the comic looked us in the face and was like well actually uh the the portals they they created copies of all of us and, and the original copies were were sent into the universe that we grew up in and in the alpha universe new copies were sent it, like that would make more sense if if there were like if there were actual literal like two physical copies of like every baby mm-hmm. But that's not the case. <laughs> yeah, instead we're, like, the, the the prior logic where you can't do, like, you, I, like, by by the, the previous logic of the comic, um, if this were to happen, like, yeah, like, all of the kids we know would disappear, or... This wouldn't be possible because the like it could a doom timeline. Yeah, yeah you're right. Uh, but yeah, we just kind of have to accept that them leaving the universe and floating through the furthest ring or wherever the hell uh, John and Jade are lets them dodge this consequence somehow. It, it it's weird. I don't know if it matters. Um, but it's, it, it, it kind of sucks. It kind of sucks. Yeah, I, yeah, it sucks. It, it's tough to understand. A lot of people struggle with this specific point because of how dumb it is. 
I just wish it were better. Yeah, yeah it's like either I'm stupid or the comic is stupid. And I think right now the comic's being stupid. Um, like, I mean, it works as a fine mechanic for explaining, like, you know, what the, for explaining what I think was fairly clear with, like, the, who the alpha kids are and who the alpha guardians are. Yeah. But, it, yeah, it, yeah, it just fucks with the timeline and shit. Um, the, the, the important part of this is that, uh, Dave is really turned off by the idea of landing in the new universe and having to to deal with bro as his peer yeah um which is uh yeah we get we get more bro angst because it never really ends um angst quote unquote uh but yeah um the he's he's not really thrilled about this idea um he he's like you know you know maybe we can we can hang around here fight Jack a little bit we don't we're not in any hurry, um, or uh, you know you you can deal with you can deal with Dirk I'll be ambassador to mom, uh which which leads into a weird little weird little bit um revealing that uh <laughs> when when Dave saw Roxy floating around in the in the dream bubbles. Uh, he, he posed the question to, to Rose, who's that choice babe in the pajamas? Man. (laughs) It's really awkward and terrible, but it is also really funny. Um, not much more to say about that. Um, the, Rose's line about, like, retracing our, our Freudian blunders in the, in the past. Um, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. Uh, I think Dave has the right idea of, of leaving this conversation. Um, and it, it's weird. Yeah. Poor Kanaya having no Poor understanding Kanaya. of what the fuck is going on. <laughs> Kanaya has no understanding of, uh, human familiar relations, um, or anything like that. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I don't have any analysis of this, so I'm going to elect that we move All on. All right, we can do that. <laughs> uh, Dave attempts to leave, um, but boy, oh boy, uh, Carcat is here. My god. Oh, hell no. <laughs> um, Dave really just really just puts nails this immediately. Uh, when uh, Carcat uh, he 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 rolls in, he starts yelling immediately, and Dave just says, "Carcat is broken, guys." So true. Which he's yeah yeah he he nailed it. Yep, pack it up, everybody. Um, yeah. Uh, Carcat uh, has specific beef with Dave. And he is not about to let him go without some agony process. Um, he shit talks the mayor. Uh, Dave goes to bat for him. You love to see it. Uh, the mayor rules. He's like my best fucking friend. Is like, I love, I love it. It's good stuff. Um, I, I love Dave defending the. Ma- I love Dave defending WB so much. Yes. <laughs> He's a mayor, you douche. This thing it says mayor. <laughs> yeah. 
also just like an like car cat getting into this like fucking like going like ben shapiro mode about <laughs> mayo um and dave's description of it like it is it is like car cat is like really not doing well here uh man um I love it. I love this. I, well, I love this whole sequence. This is a this is a legendary sequence. Um. Uh, but yeah, like Jesus, Jesus Christ. I think um, I think describing mayo as as grub sauce, but without the grubs, is very funny for a completely meaningless statement. Yes, that's that's a state that is a sequence of words that means nothing and is still pretty funny. J- Listeners, just so we're all on the same page, it's made of eggs. That's yes. that's what mayo's made of. Mayonnaise is basically just egg. There's like it's like egg and oil, right? Yeah. Like that's it. Which is when I found that out at the age of like fourteen, my mind was blown because it doesn't taste like egg. Knowledge is power, listeners. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Um, don't touch my cape. Um, I just want to call out, uh, page 4711. I think this is maybe the laziest page illustration in the history of Homestuck. (laughs) I just, I just wanted to call that out while I was reading this. I, I I was taking my notes. I was like, wow, that is really just a, a very minimal background with four standing characters, hey, three hey. standing character sprites, and a sitting character. I was about to sprite. say, can I sit down? You gotta, you gotta give, you gotta give Hussy some credit here. <laughs> great, great job, guys. Um, but yeah, um, Carcat does have some beef, and we're gonna talk it out. Um, uh. He is, uh, he is, he, he needs to talk to Dave, he needs to talk about Dave's, uh, involvement with Terezi, um, which Dave is not eager to talk about, um, it, <sighs> all I wrote for this, I, 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 I wrote, I wrote for this one, um, uh, no wonder Carcat has is melting down. He's just been watching Dane Cook movies. Um, <laughs> very fucked up <laughs> statement. God. Um, <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen a Dane Cook movie. I don't think I have either. But I, I, I don't. I've, I've not really heard much praise for them. I, I, I know who Dane Cook is, but oh shit, he was in Planes. What the hell? What? You know, planes? Yeah, I know planes. I've never seen it. But... You haven't seen planes? No. Absolute train wreck. <laughs> I think the story of planes existing is very funny because I don't know anything. I, I, I don't... I, this is our this is our planes tangent. Um planes came into existence because was it like hold on when did Disney buy Pixar? I you, you are completely piloting here because I have no <laughs> idea. I I don't know where this is going. Okay, dude, I'm helpless. Whatever. Disney really wanted to like make more franchises out of Pixar properties, mm-hmm. and Planes was their way of attempting to make 
like a bigger franchise with the Cars universe because Cars is very popular and very sellable. Yeah. And it it sucks. <laughs> it plays just really sucks. Uh Cars 1, great. Cars 2, horrible. Cars 3, never seen it. Planes man. <laughs> All I know, I mean, I've seen Cars one. It's 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 all right. Uh, it's been so long, I can't say one way or the other. Um, never seen Cars two. I've never heard a good thing about it. Um, Cars three. I remember like th- there was a trailer where like it made it look like Lightning McQueen died. <laughs> um, yes, yes. <laughs> and that like destroyed Tumblr for a couple days. Yeah. Um. And then the movie came out, and nobody gave a shit. Yeah. Uh. I- yeah, that sounds um, about right. Planes. I think <laughs> never seen, never seen, never seen planes. The f- uh, I honestly thought it was like a bootleg movie uh, when I no, saw like made by Disney material for it. Made by Disney. <laughs> Man, uh, the, abolished Disney. The fact that there's a planes two, inconceivably fucked up. Why are we talking about planes? Uh, because Dane Cook is in it. Okay. Uh. Okay. Dane Cook is also in. Good luck, Chuck. Good for and him. Forty-five other movies. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. I'm I'm opening the Dane Cook. Oh, he was in Planes too. He was in Planes Fire and Rescue, released in 2014. <laughs> I feel like I'm stuck in a fucking time loop. <laughs> oh Man, my god. He's, okay. He's been in like no notable movies. This is what Carcat went through for the entire first year on the meteor. He's just having this conversation with himself every day. (laughs) No, no. you're fucking with me. What the fuck is? Hang on. What is this? No. (laughs) Oh, it's a short film. It was a short. Short film makes it sound like it's like. Short film makes it sound like it's like it's an art piece. (laughs) It's a it's a short film that takes place in the Planes series. It was released on the DVD and Blu-ray release of Planes Fire and Rescue. It's it's called it's called Vitamin Vitamin Mulch Air Spectacular. Uh, <laughs> None of this is real. He was in Transformers. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> what? Who did he play in Transformers? We're going down the Dane Cook hole. Who the fuck did he... Why is he listed on Transformers? He's not in Transformers. You would know. I would know. I've seen the first Transformers yeah. movie like an insane amount of times. Because I love that movie. <laughs> Whatever. We gotta get out of here. We... <laughs> can we talk about Can we talk about Carcat's plan for getting cooked? Yes. 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 Okay. <laughs> Carcat, yes, this has just been car. This conversation has just been Carcat's like every day with himself. Um, and it it has led him to this point where he is coming to Dave with an elaborate plan for uh how they are going to deal with uh Carcat's perceived Terezi problem. Um, he produces an astonishingly shitty looking alternative romance novel. Um, and tries to use this to illustrate to Dave the concept of, uh, 
vacillating, vacillating, uh, va vacillating, uh, qu quadrant vacillation end drangles, as he puts them. Man. <laughs> uh, Dave is about as enthralled by this concept as we are. Um, uh, <laughs> Carcat, uh, try, uh, ex ex tries to explain that, you know, here, as you can see on this trashy romance novel, um, we have these four characters, but we can pretend there's just three for our purposes, uh, who are all caught up in mixed feelings for one another, and, uh, falling in and out of red and black feelings, um, between our, between each other, um, and, uh, so, you, you understand, Dave, if you read the book, you can understand that we can do this with Terezi. Man. Um, <laughs> man, oh man. Um the <laughs> Dave has I I have to I have to give Dave so many points for having like an astonishingly like uh what 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 would the word be? Like a, a real like healthy perspective on this. Like he's just like dude, you've lost your fucking mind. What the fuck are you talking about? Uh, like, absolutely zero will, like, will to entertain any of this. Um, Rose steals the book, though, uh, because <laughs> apparently she just did love with this idea. Good, good for her. Good for her. <laughs> um, yeah, Carcat says, like, he says this quote here, um, it's like, she says, okay, he says, okay, so, like, while she and I are black, you and she are red, but then when she and I are red, you and she... I don't know if humans can really are really capable of black feelings. I guess it's up to you. Maybe you can just uh, sit those periods out. Um, like even Carcat is like aware of how st like bullshit what he's saying is. Like he's just come with this desperate half measure where he can schedule when to share his girlfriend with Dave. Uh, that's how he sees it. Um, absolute insanity. Yeah, I, I. I try to look at it from the, the, the troll point of view, because I'm sure that, like, in Carcat's head, like, he's making a lot of sense, but he's talking to a human who has, like, no frame of reference for how troll relationships work. I mean, Dave has got to have some... He has some concept of it. I don't think he just, just doesn't have a very deep understanding yeah. of it. But Carcat... <laughs> Carcat just approaching him and being like, see, we can share her. We can share her. It sucks so bad. Because, <laughs> like, I'm sure this is very much a thing that happens, well, happened on Alternia. But, but <laughs> the fact that there's, like, five of them on the meteor and... <laughs> Carcat is a 14-year-old boy trying to organize this based on what he's yeah. read in romance novels and what he's seen in shitty troll rom-com. Self-proclaimed self master of the romances is is here to, to set up a, a, a weekly planner for who gets Terezi. Yeah, like, like, let us not forget that, like, Carcat's main partner in like discussing this shit was Aridan. 
just keep that in the back of your mind when when you read literally anything Carcat says related to romance. God. Man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he starts to try to drop the fucking grid. Um, and this is the legendary penis Ouija sequence. I love penis Ouija sequence. Uh, this is an update that I do remember because it it blew the fandom the fuck up when it when it came out because it is one of the funniest parts of the entire comic. Um, like just Dave, Dave, just being unable to disengage and just being like, "No, dude, you are not drawing a fucking grid. You are not drawing anything resembling a grid." You will not draw any kind of interlocking polygon. It's so good. Um, this big I love Dave moment. Uh, <laughs> he 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 also brings up in here like, does she does she even know about this? Like, like, are, what's wrong with you that you've come with this and that you are like like he calls him presumptuous like. Dave is like respecting women here, and you love to see it. Yeah, we we haven't even we haven't even talked about the fact that like a lot of this is like assuming the dynamic between himself and Terezi Karkat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like he yeah. he just got out of the 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 ten minute conversation between himself in in which he basically talked himself into being like, oh, well, maybe signals? Vacillation? Mm-hmm. Terezi like me, question mark? Yeah. Y- yeah. Like, and I wanted to bring it up, I want to specifically bring that up, like, now when, um, when there's the instance of, uh, of Dave, like, demonstrating some sensitivity related to Terezi being an autonomous person who has her own feelings about things. And and Carcat just is does not. Uh I, I, I mean you'd love to see the growth from Dave. I mean, this is like I guess this qualifies as growth. Like it, it I like I don't know if there would be a point I could I can't see a point previously where where Dave would 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 step up like this and be like choose a person like what's your problem um but yeah it's it's just really shitty that that car cat is like he's just really self-centered about this yeah um yeah like just the fact that he has like no concrete idea of how terezi feels about him and he has just his his first plan of action is to go talk with dave about when they can share terezi yeah, uh, it, yeah, that's, that's awful, like, he's like, hey, can I have her back? It, it, it sucks. Um, it, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know if, like, this is Karkat getting, getting worse, because I, he's always been very self-centered in this way. Yeah. Um, but it's, eh. I guess it's the first time that we've seen it applied in this context of, like, uh, what happens when his relationship is no longer just the business of him and, and Terezi. Yeah. 
uh and now there's like an actual other person there like it yeah i i i feel like um well i don't know because uh there were like previous like previously when they were on the just like on the meteor after the session when um he like would ask her about uh about dave and he would like speculate about uh how much she's talking to this this other red text guy um but he never went to I mean, he went to Dave, but it was never about, or was it? I'm, I'm forgetting. I've been paying. I, I... <laughs> we, we are 4,718 pages and we are already forgetting shit. I, I mean, there's been a lot of text, right? Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I, 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 I really can't remember. Um, if I feel like there was an instance where like he said, like, stop talking to her. So I, yeah, I don't think it's out of character, I guess, but like, when when it's like real and like he's actually going and just doing it and trying to work this out like it just it, it's so much more apparent how bad it's yes yeah. i think i think the only point in time where he was like hey quit talking to terezi was when he he made the memo with john and dave and he told both of them hey stop talking to terezi hey stop talking to vriska right right yeah there there may have been yeah. another point, but I'm not sure. And I... I think Dave, like, said something to Carcat in that memo. Along mm-hmm. the lines of, like, haha, can steal your girl. Yeah, but, like, uh, to rile him up. Although, yeah. you know, Dave, you never know how yeah. authentic it is. But, like, yeah, it didn't seem real. Like, he's not... Yeah. I, I guess the real operating factor is, like... Terezi has been spending less time with Carcat, uh, of of her own accord. Yeah. When now they're both like physically present on the meteor, and that that in that context, like Carcat's reaction being like, "I'm gonna go talk to their guy to try to work something out." Like, yeah, yeah. Ugh, Carcat's a mess. Yeah. This guy. Um, Dave makes him draw a bunch of dicks on the page. Uh, they, they, they end up in a, in a, in a, in a, in a bit of a tussle. Um, Kanaya speculates <laughs> as to the nature of this relationship, which is pretty good. Um, and, uh, Carcat, uh, they, they fall to the ground, Carcat gets tangled up in Dave's cape, he picks him up, suplexes him onto the table, <laughs> Uh, destroys this man. Um, Karkat is at his, officially at his low point. <laughs> and, uh, Terezi comes on over the speakers and, uh, says, everybody stop what you're doing. We're, we're, we're approaching another dream bubble. Uh, just want to let you guys know. And then we, we, we cut away from the meteor. Man. And, yeah. <laughs> And, uh, and, and now we get to check in on uh, John and Jade and uh, what's going on over there. Yes! Yes! <laughs> and what is going on is they're playing the Ghostbusters 2 MMO. Which is awesome. It's so epic. It... <laughs> now, this is the callback to Act 1 we needed. Um, shout out. Uh, Jade is not really thrilled with this, um... But because she is a sweetheart, uh, she will put up with it, and she she will play it a bit, 
uh, because it is John's birthday, um, I love Jade. She's so nice. Um, there, there are tons of underlings and, uh, the, uh, there, there's tons of little chess guys and, uh, what are the, what are the salamanders and stuff called? Uh, consorts. It is, it, okay, thank you. It's completely, the consorts are also playing. So we have a lot of Ghostbusters running around, knacking and gloving. Um, so... Uh, yeah, so we, we, we have a very active, we have a very active Ghostbusters 2 MMO player base. Um, John takes, is taking this all very seriously, and it's, it's adorable. Um, uh, Jade is kind of overwhelmed by it, but is playing along because she's, she's nice. Um, and, uh... I I don't know how to uh, it it it's just it, it's just like nice dialogue. Yeah. Most of it, it. Yeah. Can, can we talk about how shitty this game is in concept? It's so funny. <laughs> I don't know. I love this. This this, this seems awesome to me. A, a, a city like seated with multiple old shitty fire stations and you just it you just have to wait to get a call. <laughs> it can take upwards of 2 hours. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 pretty. Why sick. isn't this real? I please somebody make the Ghostbusters two MO real. That that brings <laughs> me to, to to my next point. I think that like, uh, o- old Homestuck fans were actually developing a version of this, at least a two oh a two D version of this. It's it's hard to access because it the only evidence of it that I've found is. Somebody posted on Reddit six years ago with with, with the username chesspiece19, uh, <laughs> uh, and and it's a thread on the the Ghostbusters subreddit, and the the Reddit post just says the thread for info on the Ghostbusters two MMORPG, and it's a and and in in classic tragic fashion, it is a link to a. Uh, a thread on the, the the MSPA forums. No. And the preview image is like a 2D game that that I've never seen before. So it lo- to to me, like what I can tell, it, it seems like somebody out there may have been developing like a 2D Ghostbusters 2 MMORPG. That's tragic, tragic. Lost to the sands of time. Pain. Suffering. I, it, it's really funny that that's posted to the Ghostbusters Reddit. Like, just this Homestuck joke. Like, a link to the like the MSPA forums posted to r slash Ghostbusters. That's great. I, I, I think it's even funnier that <laughs> there's only, only 33% upvoted it, and there's the upvote counters at zero. Oh. Which means that more people downvoted it than upvoted. And I mean that's not really that surprising. <laughs> the, the 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 Ghostbusters subreddit does not care about the Ghostbusters 2 MMORPG. <laughs> um, it, it didn't six years ago. Maybe maybe they'll maybe they'll come back around now, but we'll never know. Yeah. So true. 
Yeah. Ghostbusters Afterlife, James... soon to be in theaters. <laughs> Jade makes her terrible furry Ghostbuster. Um, which is funny. Uh, John tolerates it because she's literally a furry, which is also funny. Um, and we get some, uh, and apparently, uh, Dave Sprite is messaging Jade through the game. Whoa! Whoa, scandalous. Um, <clears throat> Jade, uh, says, you know, Dave Sprite's a funny guy. Uh, which, uh, to which John kind of responds, like, I mean, yeah, he's he's Dave. Um, and kind of says, like, he doesn't really see uh, a substantial difference between, you know, Dave Sprite and any other Dave. Um, you know, makes it easier. Yeah. Uh, which I, which I, I, it makes sense, I guess. It, Dave Sprite is Dave in a literal sense. Um, and, you know, it's, it's gotta be nice for John to have a good old Dave on, on the ship with them. Um, at least one of them. Uh, but, but Jade says that, you know, there, there are some differences. She can't really explain it, but there are some subtle differences in personality. Uh, maybe as a result of being from a different timeline or, you know, just being a sprite or whatever, yeah. but, you know, he's his own guy. Which, you know, I, I, I think is probably accurate. <laughs> um, the, the topic is of, uh, Jade's sprite memories is brought up. Um, and she kind of talks about how, like, she has memories from her, but, uh, from Jade Sprite, but she feels like she's still the same old her. Yeah. That she's not Jade Sprite, but she's just Jade. Um, but the memories she inherited were mostly of, you know, being dead and in the dream bubbles and being friends with trolls. Um, not any of the trolls that, uh, we know, curiously, but, uh, I guess we'll get to that eventually. Um... But uh, John, John uh, is a little bit disappointed by the Dream Bubble thing, and uh, how little they've gotten use out of it. Um, and especially how they have not yet run into Rose or Dave at all via the Dream Bubble. Sad. Unfortunate. Um, yeah. And so he says he starts to think that, you know, maybe it's just not going to happen at all. Um, and wonders if the afterlife is just fucking with them, which... Given that paradox space, it it very very it very may well be. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and they, they, they and on the topic of uh, Rose or Dave, um, John brings up you know what do you think it's gonna be like when we run into them in in two more years? Um, do you think like are they gonna still be friends? Um, are they gonna are the two groups going to have just locked into each other and they're not going to get along anymore? Um, to which, to which Jade gives a very typical sweet Jade response that says, you know, do you think that you're going to be better friends with all the salamanders on here than you are with Dave and Rose when we meet up again? Which is, <laughs> yeah, good way to put it. Um, but John kind of gets like, a, I don't know, melancholy here. And, uh, wonders like what's it what what is it, it, it things are things have a way of changing and you know uh, what is it gonna be like uh like 
you know, you, Jade, have your Dave Sprite thing going on, wink, wink, which she denies, um, knowing what's going on, uh, wonders, you know, what, what that's gonna be like when, when standard Dave shows up again. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, good question. Yeah. And, uh, Jade Jade turns it back on him, uh, which... The prompts some more uh, Doomer John. I don't know. I don't know if this is Black Pill John or if this is like I. I don't know. Um, John seems really uh, uninterested in the whole romance question. Good for um, him. Or yeah. I okay. I just want to pause real quick because like I I I have some thoughts about this section mm-hmm. as in like. Man, this is really relatable. The The whole idea of, like, questioning how strong the friendship's gonna be when they all meet up again. I, I wrote in my notes, man, this is just like going to middle school. <laughs> because you're you're in elementary school, middle school's approaching, you, you have a friend group, and then, like, half of your friend group gets zoned into a different middle school. And and you know that you're going to get zoned into the same high school, but you're going to be apart for three years. And I was like, man, this is literally middle school. Uh, yeah, I mean, they they, they they were they were 13 and they, they talked their friends when they were 13 and now they're going to be friends. They're, they're going to meet up again when they're 16. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's pretty much just literally that. Um, I just felt like sharing that. Th- that, that that's it. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's 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 very real. Like I think that's a good point. Um, the the uh, yeah, John is like very uh, uninterested in this whole romance thing. Um, Jade is like, you know, you seemed awfully happy to bring up whenever the the shipping chart and how Carcat assigned you Rose, um, which he like shrugs off, like you know. Maybe a little bit embarrassed about it. it seems kind of silly. Um, but then he uh, he he wonders about Riska. Man. Um, which is like oh yeah, um, and and it it's really sad. What it's 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 really it, sad. It's um, so fucking sad. The, I I think John's like recontextualization of of his relationship with Riska. It it. Man, I don't like it. Because <laughs> he's right. He's right. He, he, he. He just talked to her for a day. Like, he's right from his perspective. Yes, is the thing. Yeah. Like, to him, like, yeah, a lot. Like, there was this pretty whirlwind romance with this girl for a day a year ago, but it. It really emphasizes, I think, like the tragedy of it when the the other side of it from Briska is that she was talking to him for God knows how long from her side, yeah. and it it really meant a lot more to her. Yeah, like, and, and, and then there's the fact that like John still doesn't know about Briska, like what happened to her. Yeah, and and and, yeah. and, and, and the. the 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 way that he's just kind of like tossed aside the concept of her as some alien I talked to a year ago for a day, right? It, man, 
Man. <laughs> Which, yeah. And, and I don't think it's, like, shitty or anything. It's just kind of, like, you know, it, it, it he, yeah, like, he, he is, he is, like, right to a degree. Yeah. Like, I, I, I do think he's right when he says that, that things are more meaningful in the moment. Mm-hmm. Very um, true statement. Sometimes. But at, the, but at the same time, like, the, what Vriska did was, how Vriska opened up to him was, like, really, really meaningful for her. Yeah. And then she died. <laughs> Man. Yeah. A, a year yeah. does things to people. Because, <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like, he seems so excited to, like, meet her. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he brought her up in the letter to, to, to the Meteor Gang. He seems so excited, and now it's, he's just kind of tossed aside the memory of her. I don't even know, well, yeah, it makes sense, right? Yeah. Like, this is a totally sensical, like, way of um, dealing with, the, like, moving on from the past. Um, but it, it, does, it does just feel cruel in a in a very like banal way yeah like i don't think he's done anything wrong but like there's a dramatic irony to it yeah um yeah i don't know uh rough stuff rough very rough stuff yeah um i don't know what to make of the whole jade and dave sprite thing uh, but, you know, as long as they're happy, I won't judge. Yeah. I'm sure there will be more to say on that a, a year from now. Uh, it, it's... <laughs> I mean, the, the, the breadcrumbs do not get dropped on the ground in this comic for them to just sit there and lead to nothing. Yeah. Anyway, um, Jasper Sprite uh, shows up <laughs> with a cake. Another cake. Um, one more of many. Uh, and, uh, I'm just now noticing that there are, like, way too, there, there's a lot of candles on that. Is that 14? One, two. Hang on, I have to count these. There are 14. Okay. One, two, yeah, there's three, 14. four, five. Yeah. Okay. Wow, 14 is a lot of candles on a cake. That is a lot of candles. I never really thought about we, it. We've, we've, we've <laughs> completely, like, glossed over the fact that being, being a year in the future does entail that, these kids are growing up. They're they're all fourteen now. Now that now that John's birthday has arrived, he is also yep. fourteen. They're they're, they're yeah. growing up so fast. <laughs> uh, they they sure do. It only took uh, like what like seven hundred pages. Yeah, for them to age a year after four thousand pages of being the same day old. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Jasper Sprite shows up with a cake. I uh, love to see him. Uh, and Jay just cannot suppress her canine instincts and has to get up, jump up and give chase to, to the cat. Um, uh, runs into a wall, um, with, with John in tow, uh, morphs through the wall. John just smacks right into it and, uh, is, is KO'd and fades into the void, uh, which is, which is where we will leave off. I think it's very funny, the the sprite being used uh as jaspers is being chased 
just doesn't look like he gives a shit. <laughs> He's just vibing. <laughs> but yeah, um, what a reading. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's a, there's a funny line uh, in in the in this conversation that I I, I forgot to bring up. Um, it, it's like something to the effect of like, uh, I wonder if Carcat has driven everybody insane yet. Um, <laughs> and it, it's just funny because the reality is that Carcat has just driven himself insane. Of course. Uh, man, <laughs> I I can't wait to see. How Carcat is doing another year from now. <laughs> or or even a day from now. I don't know. He seems <laughs> to be in a pretty fucking bad shape. Ugh. Um. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say in retrospect. Um. It's good old, good old fashioned. Uh. Good old fashioned beta kid troll stuff. Yeah. Th- things are um, things are pretty chill, so there's not really that much to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, as opposed to Carcat's not very chill. Well, Carcat's not very chill, but but as as for the stakes currently, everything's very low stakes during the the intermissions. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I mean, good Dave reading. Good Dave reading. Um, I, I love seeing, I love seeing Dave. I, this has not changed. Same. And, uh, I, you, you love seeing Dave, uh, stick up for Terezi in, even in, even in some small way. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, I don't really have much else to say about this. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I feel like we've kind of talked through it. Yeah. Um, do you do you have anything else to add? Um, not really. I think we t- right. touched on everything I wanted to talk about. All right. Um. So I'm gonna assume that we're gonna finish uh, Act Six I Two next yes. week. But what what is our what is our formal page reading our, page range? Uh, our formal page range is forty seven forty one. To forty-eight nineteen. To forty-eight nineteen. All right. Um. Yeah, I I don't have anything else. Uh. So um. Do you want to do you want to do the Patreon shoutouts? I guess I can do that. Uh, yeah, I feel like we should blab about something, but we're you know we're we're at a pretty healthy hour and forty. Yeah, I um, I, thought, I have I I can't come up with anything else. I thought we were going to spend less time on this reading. Uh, me too. I don't know. Uh, oh, I gotta I gotta actually pull out the <laughs> pull out the Patreon. <laughs> Not memorizing the Golden Five. I mean, I could memorize them, but I. <laughs> I, I, I my memory messes up sometimes i just want to say i i'm a very fidgety person so like while we're doing these recordings i'm like constantly like switching screens between like discord and the comic and and sometimes twitter i I just want to say listeners (laughs) aiden 
Aiden put a picture in, in the admin chat that that is the <laughs> the Among Us trash the can. Among Us trash can. And I have to keep my composure. I had to keep my composure every time I tabbed back to Discord because I did. I I didn't like check any other like servers or anything. So when I tabbed to Discord, it was constantly just being greeted by the Among Us trash can. I, I love the Among Us trash. Can. It's so funny. I don't. <laughs> I the the way that like Among Us like transformed from funny little game to to like the among drip and, and and now just like anything that vaguely looks like the the funny little jelly bean dudes from the game it it's it's not funny but it's super funny yeah i i, I, I hate myself for how funny i find among drip and like all fucking tangentially related things to among drip that that fucking picture from from like two or three weeks ago where it was a picture of like a school bus and it was like angled a certain way and somebody said somebody (laughs) said why does this look like a mug drip and it did we need the vaccine so bad (laughs) (sighs) Man, <laughs> so so many good memes of just drawing things as among drip. Um, I it it, it it's a good. Ha, have, have you have you seen the picture of of like Carcat Terezi and someone else like with the fucking shoes on? No, I haven't. Hold on, I'm getting it right now. <laughs> among drip, homestuck. It. <laughs> I think that if you can if you can retweet like. Horny art of snowman on the podcast, where you can retweet among drip homestuck memes. I'll have to like find the original artist. I had to Google it, and it is very obviously not from the original artist. Mm. But but here's the here's the picture. <laughs> this is fantastic. Is he a chain? <laughs> yeah. I love this. I love this. I love among drip. Gotta gotta get me some Among Drip waffles. (laughs) Okay. Time for the secret sauce. (laughs) Why why is he just fucking now? Why does he have an Among Drip waffle maker? (laughs) Okay, okay. okay. You know that video is, like, not real, right? Is it? I I was gonna say, is it, like, a render? One of the most, like mind break moments that i've had in the like past month don't call it that uh, yeah i realized after saying it that it was a poor choice of words but you didn't have to point it out <laughs> yeah i did uh, um uh that is from a tiktoker who i've seen videos from before but i didn't make the connection but it's one of those like cgi influencers Oh. So everything about that video is a render. And I was I was yeah, okay. I didn't it didn't click until I like watched it again and the way that the ranch comes out is like what breaks the immersion because you can tell that the ranch is like insanely fake. But the first time I saw it I thought that it was like a real among drip waffle maker. 
And there was an Among Drip figure that got waffled. I thought it was real. And, and it's, man, it's a tough world out there. Let me get to these patrons. Mm-hmm. God damn. Okay. Um, we filled our we filled our end segment with Among Drip. Yes. <laughs> All right. So our big five. Uh, once again. You are all lovely. Thank you for, for giving us your money. Uh, and our big five are Simon Martins, Corin, Aubrey W, Ina E, and Darsh. The, the big five. Love you guys. I, I, did, I did the first Patreon payout the other day. So the, your, your money is mine now. <laughs> Let's go. Thank you guys so much. Um, yeah, and... Uh, now that we have the now that we have the actual Patreon link in on the Twitter, uh, maybe it'll be easier for others to find. I hope I hope everyone enjoys the the gamer intro of the new of the new the pen. Gamer, the gamer intro blows my fucking mind. It's so funny. I didn't know that there was like just a website where you could just type shit in and it would just create like a a, a gamer intro in like like a minute. It the the yeah. future fucking scary and like it makes sense but also like i guess i just kind of in my brain accept that like every zoomer who wants to make a minecraft channel like just can use after effects yeah um which now that i realize i've realized now that like of course they can and there's just a template site but like i i i just expect that zoomers are just going to be way more like uh, it's got to be that whenever I watch, like, my parents try to use a computer, like, that's what a 12-year-old sees when I try to use a computer, which is terrifying. <laughs> Absolutely terrifying. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, regardless, uh, thank you, uh, to all the listeners, uh, out there, uh, you guys rock, it's awesome, um, uh, it, just, thank you for just sitting here and letting us blab in your ears all the time. Uh, it rocks. True. Yeah. Um, Thank you so much to uh, Alex uh, for doing our doing our artwork and our editing for us. Uh, you are you are the greatest. Um, we could not do this without you either. Uh, so big old heart there. Um, and uh, I guess we will catch everybody again next week uh, as we round out uh, Act Six, Intermission Two. I really just almost dropped that uh, with. Forty-seven, forty-one through forty-eight, nineteen. Um, I, you also have been listening to a Homestuck podcast, and uh, that it's all out of order now. The Patreon <laughs> has fucked everything. I'm never gonna get it right. We're never gonna find a groove for this again, man. Um, I am Aiden. I'm John. And uh, we will see you again next week, everybody. See ya. Take care. <laughs>